0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pub Trivia Experience Hot Seat Tournament Challenge. My name is Mike, and I have the honor of hosting the inaugural episode of round three. These, This round is going to consist of the championships for each quadrant of the bracket, and mine is up first, and we've got two great contestants here with us tonight. If you've been listening all along, and I certainly hope you have, uh, you've been following both of them on their journey to get to this point and we're going to see who emerges on top. We're going to start on the East Coast in Jacksonville, Florida from the Beard Owl podcast. Lauren, how are you doing tonight?
1: Hey, I am wonderful. Thank you so much. I, you know, being on the East Coast, I do have the benefit of having pre-gamed whilst watching Jeopardy, so I feel like <laughs> my gears are turning already.
0: Excellent. You you told me beforehand you were you asked if you had to wait to open your beer or not, and I told you you could go ahead and open it. <laughs> So I got I to gotta know, what was it, was it anything in particular that you just couldn't wait or just couldn't wait in general?
1: Yeah, I have uh, from Wicked Weed Brewing, it's the Pernicious India Pale Ale, and it was part of an IPA mix pack. And I like everything Wicked Weed does, and so I had two cans of this left. So this is what I decided to bring to the table today.
0: Awesome. Awesome. I, I feel like I've had a Wicked Weed before, but I don't specifically recall. It's been many moons.
1: They're good. They're good. And again, if you can get Dr. Dank, get Dr. Dank,
0: because Dr. Dank is dang good. Yeah. I definitely don't think I've had Dr. Dank, because I think I would remember if I'd had Dr. Dank. It's called Dr. Dank. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) All right, Lauren, and uh, taking you on tonight is a man that I have uh, continued to call my arch nemesis throughout this tournament, but... I have a sneaking suspicion it's a one-way rivalry, kind of like how Vanderbilt considered us Tennessee a rival, but they don't really consider Vanderbilt a rival because they beat us so frequently, and the same is true of this man, Stephen. How are you doing tonight, and what are you drinking?
2: Well, my little Commodore friend, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and pop open a traditional Stephen liquid. <laughs> and of course, by traditional, I mean a Mountain Dew Zero Sugar Spark. Ah, which is, you know, just that average everyday drink that everyone has.
0: Of course, naturally. At least least you didn't bring in any imports from Brazil this time.
2: I'm waiting for the next shipment.
0: Yep, understand, understand. I I can imagine it probably does. It's not exactly Amazon Prime when you're ordering your soda from Brazil.
2: Ironically, it is
0: Amazon Prime. (laughs) I didn't even intend that joke, and it just worked perfectly. That's great. (laughs) That's really funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh Lauren unfortunately uh or maybe fortunately for those who love the the sound effects that we don't edit in in post, I actually just make it happen every time. I did wait to open my beer. That was a good pop too. As yeah. it overflows. Oh, that's a fizzy beer. Uh, this is um I try to represent local whenever I can and this is from the Tallul- Tallulah Brewing Company. I'm going to represent them, I should pronounce their name correctly. They're out of Jasper, Alabama. This is the Southern Ambassador IPA. And I consider myself something of a Southern Ambassador. So cheers. Cheers. Or As um, my father would say, that's an active beer. Oh, it's
1: active. Every time my dad cracks a beer open and it does what that one did, he goes, oh, it's active.
0: Oh, that's really good. I like that a lot. It doesn't say anything about, oh, no, it does. Here we go. It's brewed with Cascade, Centennial, Simcoe, and Equinaut hops. That's a lot of hops. Yeah, a lot of different varieties of hops seven and a half percent alcohol by volume. It's good. I'm gonna enjoy it.
1: Good. Oh, I'm only at 7.3. I feel like you're just you're we're within the margin yeah. of error.
0: I, yeah, I was gonna say, I don't, you know.
2: Can't find the alcohol content on mine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you, and you already said you were pregaming, so you know you' still you're still ahead in the long run. This is my first one of the night. Um, and speaking of pregames, how's that for a segue? Good <laughs> uh, Just as a quick reminder, uh, hopefully uh, everybody out there has been uh, tuned in from the beginning and been enjoying the ride on this particular tournament, but uh, I'll go over real quickly how the game works again. Our contestants tonight are already familiar with it because they've done, done it twice already, but we are gonna have a pregame first. It's going to consist of five questions each. Each question is worth one point and it's a simple yes or no question. No punishment for an incorrect answer. So guess away. After that, we're going to move on to our main round, which is the hot seat challenge. We're going to bounce back and forth between Lauren and Steven for 30 minutes. They're going to answer as many questions as they they can. I've got a whole slew of questions. They've been completely randomly selected. Who knows what they're going to get. It's always it's always a total crapshoot. Sometimes you get a ton of stuff that's right in your wheelhouse, and sometimes you get a ton of stuff that's like I don't know, ancient Greek architecture or something like that. I'm a little bitter because I missed an architecture question in learned league today, so that's probably why that's on my head. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> those are also one point each, and again, there's no no punishment for answering incorrectly because we're coming in after that to the wager round where there is a punishment for answering incorrectly. <sighs> As I know all too well from my previous round where I wagered poorly and lost, even though I had a lead coming in. So uh, these things can go anyway, but they will uh, have their points after the pregame and hot seat rounds and they can wager them however they like across three categories. Uh, I'll be very interested to uh, see how you guys are going to wager tonight. That's a little bit of a teaser for what what's coming up in the wager round. But um, after that, we'll, we'll have a winner and we'll crown our, our champion and you will be the champion of what we have cleverly dubbed or what I have cleverly dubbed the Mike quadrant of the bracket. So you will be my champion and I am sending you forth to hopefully do great things in my name. Not really. It's an (laughs) an honor. I will be your champion, Mike. Well, well, thank you very much, Lauren. I appreciate that. Uh, But if you guys are ready, we can go ahead and dive into it.
2: Yeah, let's do this.
0: All right. Your pregame category tonight is banned from Saturday night live. I'm going to give you the name of a celebrity, and you will tell me whether or not they were ever banned from Saturday Night Live. Lauren, you have been randomly selected to go first. Uh, So you make it a little harder to game through it. I'm going to have you pick a number between 1 and 10, and that's what you're going to get. Seven. Seven. All right. Your celebrity is Sinead O'Connor. Yes. (laughs) Probably the easy one now. Very memorably. Mm-hmm. Sinead O'Connor was, of course, banned from Saturday Night Live for, I believe, mm. tearing up a picture of the Pope. Fight the real enemy. That's right. That'll do it. Stephen, pick a number. Five. Five. Stephen, your person is Elvis Costello.
2: I don't remember any stories about it. Um, I'm going to say not banned.
0: Elvis. Radio. Costello- radio. That's right. Elvis Costello was temporarily banned from saturday night live he was banned for about a decade and then they uh lifted his ban and he was he was he came back on the show to perform again all right lauren you're up another number another number okay um
1: i'm gonna go with number one
0: number one okay lauren your person is charles groden charles groden i'm gonna go with no you are correct he was never officially banned, but apparently he was unofficially. Like They basically just were like, hey, eh, we're never going to invite him again because he was a little <laughs> too weird. But, yeah. but he was never officially on the ban list. And a lot of people think that he was officially mm. banned from the show. All right, Stephen, which number would you like? Three. Three. Stephen, your per- celebrity is Andrew Dice Clay.
2: Andrew Dice Clay. I don't know this, but...
0: Uh, Let's assume that the questions are 50-50. I'm going to go with yes, banned. Unfortunately, no, Andrew Dice Clay was not banned from Saturday Night Live. He was very controversial, but never actually banned. Lauren, you're up. Um, Number
1: nine. Number nine. Number nine.
0: Number nine. All right, Lauren, your person is Andy Kaufman. Andy Kaufman, mm, yes. He was, by an audience vote... So the audience did not like him.
1: Nope. Because he
0: wrestled ladies. (laughs) That's right. All right, Stephen, you have even numbers left. Even, numbers. Well, you've
2: already, yeah, you've you've eliminated the two that I've known, and I didn't get any of them. Uh, Two.
0: All right, two. Stephen, your person is Adrian Brody.
2: Adrian Brody. And the coin says... (laughs) Banned.
0: And the coin is correct. Adrian Brody was banned from Saturday Night Live. Lauren, uh, four, six, eight, ten. Four. Four. Your celebrity is Steven Seagal.
1: Oh, oh, um, I'm gonna go with no.
0: Steven Seagal was banned. Was from he? Saturday okay, Night Live cool. For being absolutely apparently not funny and a bit of a diva.
1: Okay, that makes complete sense. <laughs>
0: This is this is just what we heard. Those that does not reflect the opinions of the Pub Trivia Experience podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steven, six, eight, or ten, or left. Uh ten. Ten. Your person is Martin Lawrence. Martin
2: Lawrence. I can't imagine what he did, but you know there's a lot of coke going around, so uh, you banned. What ah, the ah. hell?
0: And the Coke has it. He was, in fact, banned for a uh, going off script during his opening monologue in a yep. very memorable way. Nice. All right, last two. Lauren, do you want six or eight? I will go with six. Six. Your person is Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, no. That is correct. Eddie Murphy was not banned, but it, he, was, he was surprisingly not invited back for a very long time after he left the show. And a lot of people yeah. thought he was banned, too. And Steven, uh, you are left with number eight, and your person is Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald? I've gotten two right saying banned. I don't think my luck holds up, so I'm going to say not banned. And your luck did hold up on that one. Norm McDonald was not banned. He was fired, <laughs> but then they begged him to come back like two years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> May he rest in peace. He was turned Ferguson, damn it. He was one of the people fired for an F word. Uh, I don't think he was fired for the F. I, he did drop an F word on live on the air, but I don't think that's what what got him fired.
1: And it might've been one of the nails. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but that, exactly. So uh, I think it was just the execs didn't like his particular brand of humor. The hell do they know?
1: They don't know. Exactly. Dry humor is the best humor. Exactly. Yeah.
0: All right. But guys, after the pregame, we have a score of Lauren with four and Steven with three. So if you guys are feeling nice and, warmed up got the brain juices flowing we can dive into this hot seat round you ready yep <laughs> lauren raises her beer cheers all right lauren uh again you're gonna get to start first and i will start the 30 minute clock after i read the first question okay george romero's classic night of the living dead series popularized what type of movie monster zombie and zombies is a correct answer Stephen, to you, in, a hu- in the human body, a bicuspid can refer to a type of tooth and a type of valve located in what organ? Oh, damn it. Uh, heart. Heart is a correct answer. Good job. Lauren, which of these movies is not mentioned in the 1989 Billy Joel song, We Didn't Start the Fire? Bridge on the River Kwai, Dr. Zhivago, or Lawrence of Arabia? Dr. Zhivago. That is a correct answer. Stephen's having flashbacks to the pregame in his last game. All right, (laughs) Stephen. To prevent fires, consumers are often warned not to use which of these products in a microwave oven? Aluminum foil, parchment paper, or plasticware? Aluminum foil. Aluminum foil is a correct answer. Lauren, calling itself America's third largest party, what group promotes minimum government, maximum freedom? Uh, libertarian. The libertarian party is a correct answer. Stephen, two words that have directly opposite meanings are called what? Um, antonyms. Antonyms is correct. You guys are perfect so far. Oh, I just said it out loud. Sorry, Lauren. This one's to you. That's okay. (laughs) Named for the state where they were developed, concrete barrier walls that often line highways are called what?
1: Oh, see, you screwed me, Mike. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Oh, God, this is Uh,
0: California walls. Good guess. They're Jersey barriers. Uh. Steven, which of these animal noise words is also the name of a popular online urban city guide? Honk, Yelp, or buzz? Yelp. Yelp is a correct answer. Lauren, to you, captured in an iconic photograph, the World War II flag raising at Iwo Jima took place atop what mountain?
1: oh my god um
0: fuji (laughs) it's a good guess i don't i yeah it's mount suribachi okay once i saw it it kind of rang a vague bell but that was a tough one i think i did jinx you sorry thanks mike yeah
1: i can't be your champion now
0: (laughs) plenty of time plenty of time (laughs) steven this one's to you which elusive British street artist embellished a copy of a Monet painting with grocery carts and trash to make an eco statement? Fuck me, uh
2: Sissy Spacek. <laughs> uh,
0: it's uh Banksy. Banksy was the correct answer. But I I'm sure Sissy Spacek will pop up in one of these questions eventually.
1: Fuck me, Sissy Spacek.
0: <laughs> Lauren, this one's to you. In which of these sports do players cover their heads with numbered caps with padded ear covers, rugby, cricket, or water polo?
1: Numbered caps with padded ear covers? Numbered caps. Oh my God. I feel like they all do that. (laughs) Water
0: polo. Water polo is the correct answer. Okay. Stephen, what TV show only available through a streaming service won the most Emmys in 2018?
2: Oh, 2018? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, only available through a streaming service. So it's not a Game of Thrones. Crap. Um, I, I can't think of it. Pass.
0: They didn't give you a lot to go on that one. It was uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel.
1: So good.
2: Ah, that's a great show.
0: Uh, you know, I've only caught an episode here and there. Uh, my wife watches it, though she really likes it.
1: There's boobs in it, Mike.
0: Yeah, well, I did. I have caught some of the boobs in it. That that, Yeah. But it seems like a good show even beyond that. so Beyond the boobs. That's right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, Lauren. Wait, there's more than boobs?
0: <laughs> no. Not in,
1: generally, no. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> let's move
0: on. Okay. All right. Let's, let's rain it back in. Rain it in, people. Rain it in. Lauren. The Salton Sea is a large salt lake located in what U.S. state? The what now, Sea? The Salton Sea. Salton Sea is yep. a large salt lake
1: located in what U.S. state? Correct. So it's not the Great Salt Lake. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm um, Nevada.
0: You are very close. It is Nevada's next door neighbor of California.
1: Oh, see, damn, I said California before when it was New Jersey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Stephen, potent potable is a fancy phrase that refers to which of the following? Leftovers? alcoholic beverages or psychedelics Uh, leftovers Ah, sorry we're looking for alcoholic beverages lauren to you what classic big screen comedy is available in a special don't call me shirley edition dvd airplane airplane is the correct answer (laughs) stephen endorsed by celebrities like jessica simpson and katy perry proactive is a what
2: a supplement
0: it is an acne treatment apparently it is Ah. i don't did not know that would not have gotten there lauren this one is to you as of 2010 which of these historic people has not been depicted on a pez dispenser betsy ross george washington or benjamin franklin betsy ross that is what i would have gone with as well but it's actually benjamin franklin
1: Oh, see, I went with the fact that they wouldn't do a woman.
0: <laughs> it's a very often not a bad way to go. <laughs> Stephen, which of these terms derives from early film shorts that often ended with its female characters in perilous situations? Femme fatale, mise-en-scene, or cliffhanger? Cliffhanger. Cliffhanger is a correct answer. Lauren, in 1918, William L. Murphy invented a stowaway version of what piece of furniture? Bed. Bed is a correct answer. Nice pull. Stephen, a company known for its atlases and maps was born when William Rand went into business with whom?
2: Hearst. <laughs> oh, no, I did the wrong one. <laughs> I, like what, I like what you did
0: there. But, uh, it was Andrew McNally. Lauren, beloved by millions of women, Spanx is a popular brand of which of the following? Undergarment, purse, or kitchenware?
1: Oh, it's specifically shapewear, but undergarment.
0: Undergarments is a correct answer. Steven, this one is to you. Which musical megastars 2011 pregnancy announcement set a Guinness World Records record for the most tweets per second? Most tweets, uh, 2011, Katy Perry. Good guess. It was uh, Beyonce. Lauren, which landmark, nicknamed La Dame de Fer, is one of the most visited tourist spots in the world? La Dame de Fer? I
1: don't know. uh, uh, La Dame de Fer. It's the woman of the.
0: Lady of the Lake. I don't know. You pass? Yeah. I don't know why it's called La Dame de Fer, but the Eiffel Tower. Oh. But. La Tour Eiffel. Blah, 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 La Tour Eiffel. Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. Exactly. Steven, back to you. In an expression borrowed from poker, high-quality stocks like Coca-Cola and IBM are known as what? Blue chips. Blue chips is a correct answer. Well done. Lauren, a person who has the first-generation Apple iPad can use it to do all but which of the following? Purchase songs on iTunes, video chat, or download apps.
1: Hmm. I've got to narrow it down to two in my head. Oh. See, if you said FaceTime specifically, I would have been like, no, because that wasn't a thing yet. I'm going to. Uh, 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 oh, my God. Video chat.
0: Video chat is a correct answer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, Curtis Jackson is the real name for what rapper turned actor?
2: What rapper turned actor? Curtis Jackson. See, I know this somewhere in the back. I want to say 50 Cent.
0: 50 Cent is a correct answer. Yes. We have a little less than 20 minutes to go. The current score is Lauren with 12 and Steven with 10. Still lots of time. Still anybody's game. Lauren, this one is to you. Which bearded Kiwi directed the Lord of the Rings film trilogy? Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson is correct. Steven, to you. The name of a type of Asian dumpling, wonton, is Chinese for what two words? Uh, Oh, um, Little pastry. (laughs) It's a very reasonable guess. Apparently, it's cloud and swallow. (laughs) So I guess it's like you're swallowing a cloud. I don't know. No. Sure, why not? Lauren, in a Carlo Collotti tale, what protagonist turns into a donkey and is sold to a circus owner? Pinocchio. Pinocchio is a correct answer. Stephen the American Dialect Society's 2006 word of the year to pluto something means to do what?
2: Um well, to pluto something is to um obviously it's referring to Pluto no longer being a planet it's
0: uh, to downsize something. Yeah, I'm going to give it to you. It says devalue it, but it's the same difference. You're 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 right on the, you're on the correct track. Lauren, thanks to its function, not flavor, rock salt is a key part of a traditional method for making homemade what? Jerky? <laughs> a reasonable guess. It's actually ice cream.
1: Oh, crap.
0: Steven, dampers, pieces of felt used to mute the strings, are often used inside which of these musical instruments? Guitar? piano, or harp? Piano. Piano is a correct answer. Lauren, who paints with a palette of blue and gray according to a 1971 song by American Pie singer Don McLean? Vincent, starry, starry
1: night. <laughs> Vincent Van Gogh.
0: Yeah, I was like, I am going to need a last name. Jeopardy rules don't apply for first name, but you knew exactly the song. I love that. The thing.
1: song is called Vincent. The song so... is called
0: Vincent. Absolutely. Well done. Steven, Pixar won Academy Awards for all but which of the following? Monsters, Inc., Cars, or Brave? Hmm.
2: I know the worst critically received was Brave, but it didn't have that one
0: song. I'm going to go with Brave. Ah, it was Cars. I think Brave did win for that one song. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren, the slogan untouched by man is used to advertise which of these bottled water brands? Fiji? aquafina or evian fiji fiji is a correct answer yeah stephen out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope is etched into the washington dc statue of which leader i can read that again I if don't know, like.
2: mountain of despair no um lincoln
0: very good guess you're, you're pretty much on the right track it's actually martin luther king jr Lauren, the SEC is a government agency that was established in response to what national event? The
1: SEC. The SEC. I don't know, Pass.
0: That's yeah, that's that's a tough one. It was uh the 1929 stock market crash.
1: That happened on my birthday that year, by the way. I was not born yet, but that was my birthday. That's how I remember when that happened. It
0: totally did. I just remember it because of the dual twenty nines, but
1: Yeah. My birthday is October 29th, Yep. So that's how I remember that.
0: Cool. I mean, maybe not because that's like not a cool thing to associate with your birthday, but hey. but
1: I wasn't around, so it didn't affect me. So that's, it's cool.
0: That is true. <laughs> All right, guys, we've reached the, reached the halfway point. Uh, score score is Lauren with sixteen and Stephen with twelve. But Lauren has had one more question, and there is still plenty of time. Stephen, this one is to you. What is the name of the well known organization for gay and lesbian Republicans? <laughs>
2: Um gay and lesbian Republicans. Uh f- unicorns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> totally reasonable guess. Uh for whatever reason they're called log cabin Republicans.
1: Oh, because Lincoln was raised in a log cabin and that's
0: when the Republicans were Democrats. Oh, that actually kind of makes sense. Now that you say that. Huh.
2: Yeah, I might have something there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'd never thought never thought about that. Good call, Warren Thanks. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this one is to you. Who was the first American to win the Tour de France? Pfft, I don't know. Why Lance Armstrong. Totally reasonable guess. Greg LeMond. Greg LeMond. Okay. Is the okay. only reason I know that is because he was all over my Boys Life magazines that I had a subscription to as a lad. Right on. Yeah. Steven, which feisty U.S. governor was caricatured as claiming she could see Russia from her house? Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin is a correct answer. Lauren, in 1955, the novel The Year the Yankees Lost the Pennant was turned into a Broadway musical with what title? Damn Yankees. Damn Yankees is a correct answer. Steven, the Paris Island Marine Corps Recruit Depot is located in what state?
2: Paris Island Marine Corps Recruit Depot. <sighs> Jersey.
0: Jersey's a reasonable guess. They don't, they, they, they don't give you anything on that one either. Uh, South Carolina is the correct answer. Lauren, to you, famed science fiction author Isaac Asimov was a professor of which subject at Boston University?
1: Oh, oh, I thought you were going to give me a couple. Nope.
0: Um, nope. <laughs> um, astronomy. It's a totally reasonable guess. Uh, biochemistry, apparently.
1: Okay. My mom hated biochemistry, so I have been um, raised not to talk about it.
0: Yep. It's right up there with Bruno and Fight Club. I get you. Steven, this one's over to you. Before his passing in 2015, who tweeted, A life is like a garden. Perfect moments can be had, but not preserved, except in memory. L-L-A-P.
2: L-L-A-P. Life is like a certain garden... Jeez, I don't know, sissy Spacek.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that yeah, you were on the right track trying to decipher the LLAP. It stands for Live Long and Prosper. Uh, is Leonard Nimoy? Lauren, to you, which group of citizens won the right to vote with the Nineteenth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution? Women. <laughs> That's, that is correct. Oh, who I am, I, whom I am one. <laughs> that is also correct. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Stephen. Which of these Hollywood disaster movies features an African-American president? Volcano, Deep Impact, or The Day After Tomorrow? Uh, Deep Impact. Deep Impact is a correct answer. Well done. Lauren, in the film Superbad, McLovin produces a fake driver's license from which state in an attempt to buy booze? Hawaii. (laughs) Hawaii is a correct answer. (laughs) The 25-year-old Hawaiian organ donor. (laughs) love that movie all right Stephen. when a person assumes the fetal position what do they do
2: um they fall down and tuck their arms and knees in so they look like a fetus
0: <laughs> it, yeah i i don't really i'm gonna give it to you because i don't really know what they're going they, the answer they have is curl up into a ball which you basically described so I'm going to give it to you. Like, I don't know how you're supposed to just pull out <laughs> that's
1: a, that's a weird that question. specific
0: phrase. Some of these some of these questions. Yeah, that's weird. odd. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Lauren, golden voiced Julie Andrews won her only Oscar for her work in what movie musical?
1: Oh, boy. Um. um oh, do I go with the obvious one or do I go with one? Uh, Mary Poppins?
0: Mary Poppins is the correct answer. Yeah! <laughs>
1: That's not the obvious one. No,
0: it's not the obvious one. It's true. Steven, which platinum-haired powerhouse fronted the group Blondie through a career that began in the 70s New York City punk scene?
2: Powerhouse <sighs> Blondie. Gwen Stefani.
0: <laughs> it was, uh, her name was Debbie Harry. And it still is. And still is name. Her yes. too. <laughs> yes, still is. Correct. Lauren in Star Wars The Force Awakens, who carries a piece of the map through the film? Throughout the film.
1: Oh, I don't know. I'm not a Star Wars. I'm going to pass. You're not
0: a Star Wars. <laughs> uh, there's the droid BB8. Okay. He rolls around and is pretty cute for a droid. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Steven, what ballpark's ground rules state it's a double if the baseball sticks in vines on the bleacher wall?
2: The Chicago Cubs Wrigley Field.
0: Wrigley Field is a correct answer. Lauren, another baseball question. Great. <laughs> Which half of baseball's notorious Bash brothers wrote juiced wild times, rampant roids, smash hits, and how baseball got big? I
1: don't know. I, oh God, I don't know. Mark McGuire.
0: It was the other Bash brother, Jose oh. Canseco. Okay.
1: I didn't even know that Mark McGuire was a bash brother. So the fact that I was that close makes you feel good. I was
0: actually genuinely, I was like, she got right there. That was yeah. well done. Just picked the wrong one. Steven. A car typically from the 1930s to 1950s that's loud, chopped, and sometimes left unpainted or rusty is known as a what to hot rod enthusiasts.
2: <laughs> a kit?
0: I don't know. <laughs> I have never heard this term before, a rat rod. You're, oh. You're, get, you're getting some interesting questions tonight, Stephen. Sorry. Lauren, this one is to you. In the federal law known as RICO, R-I-C-O, the R stands for what?
1: Um, Regulatory.
0: That is a totally reasonable guess. It is apparently racketeer. Okay. I would have sooner guessed Rocketeer, to be honest.
1: That's a good movie.
0: It is. Steven, a person claiming to have psychokinetic powers is supposed to be able to do what with his or her mind?
2: Uh, psychokinetic is move objects.
0: That is correct. Lauren, how do you spell cat using the radio telephony phonetic alphabet, which begins alpha, bravo, etc.?
1: Charlie, alpha, uh, uh, oh, crap. Tommy? What'd you say? Charlie Alpha Tommy. It's uh, not, it's... That's not it.
0: No, it's Charlie Alpha Tango.
1: Tango. Tango. Oh, God damn it.
0: Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Cat. <laughs> I know. Stephen, the oldest public park in New York City was originally dedicated to playing what sport?
2: The oldest public park was originally dedicated to what sport? Um, horse racing.
0: Apparently lawn bowling. Nice. I guess that's nah. a sport. Yeah, go figure. Lauren, in which city would you find the outdoor sculpture Urban Light made of 202 antique street lamps?
1: I have no earthly idea, um, but I, I am going to guess
0: um, Amsterdam. Ah. Is apparently Los Angeles. Another California question. Got me in the butt. Yeah, yeah. Steven, in which Food Network Culinary Improv Contest are rival chefs given a basket of mystery ingredients? Iron Chef. Uh, sorry, we're looking for Chopped. Chopped. That's mm-hmm. a fun show. Yeah, it is. Lauren, which food sensitivity plagued Otsi the Iceman, a Bronze Age mummy found in the Tyrolean Alps? He must, he better have been lactose intolerant. He was absolutely lactose intolerant. <laughs> that was a very interesting question, though. <laughs> Stephen, a 2009 New York Times article coined the term Ralph Cramden to refer to what physical trait?
2: A Charlie horse.
0: Are uh, looking for a potbelly? Lauren, following a highly public scandal, Tiger Woods returned to pro golf in 2010 at what tournament?
1: Um, um, he returned as be the first thing, um, the Masters.
0: The Masters is a correct answer. Steven, what vegetable plant produces a soft yellowish silk often used in herbal remedies?
2: Yellowish silk. Well, I do not know anything tonight. Uh, Milkweed.
0: It's one of those, once I read the answer, I was like, oh, it's it's corn. Yep, oh, uh, yep. Fibers yep. that, yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Did you know there's one of those for every kernel on the cob?
0: <laughs> I did not know that. That's really yeah. interesting. <laughs> All right, we just have a little under three minutes left. Lauren, this one's to you. Prior to becoming a world famous Italian tenor, Andrea Bocelli had what occupation?
1: Oh my gosh! Well, he was blind. He is blind. Um, uh, uh, what could, what, could he, what Um, accountant.
0: Very close. <laughs> Lawyer. Oh, boring. Stephen, you must have been something before. Electricity is a playful jab at a person's what? Age. Age is a correct answer. Lauren, what government agency has the ominous nickname, The Agency? The FBI. So close, it's the CIA. Dang. Stephen, it's said that what haircut, once favored by Billy Ray Cyrus, is business in the front, party in the back? The mullet. The mullet is a correct answer. Lauren, this one's to you. In 1994, Texas... Native Tom Ford began his legendary tenure as creative director of what Italian label? Um, uh, Gucci. Gucci is a correct answer. Nice pull. Because
1: Armani wasn't dead yet.
0: <laughs> oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Steven, blue sky laws are state regulations designed to protect people from what? Blue sky
2: law, uh, Pollution.
0: That would make sense, but apparently the answer is securities fraud. Just over a minute to go. Lauren, in 2014, which April road race boasted its first win by an American since
1: 1983? The uh, uh, Indy 500?
0: Uh, We're looking for the Boston Marathon, foot race.
1: Okay, foot race.
0: (laughs) Road race. Okay. (laughs) Steven, a mix of the words marionette and puppet provides the name for a set of characters created by whom? Ah, uh, Jim Henson. Jim Henson is a correct answer. Lauren, how many issues would a subscriber to both USA Today and Texas Weekly get in one calendar year?
1: Um, um, oh my God! Yeah, I was told there would be no math. <laughs> um, hold on. I'm. I, I... Four hundred. Oh my god, it's four hundred something. I don't know. I feel like I'm on the clock. <laughs> I am on the clock.
0: You are on the clock. Um, I am okay. Four hundred sixty. <laughs> you know what? Um, the answer they have here is sixty four, but I'm pretty sure USA Today publishes daily. Uh huh. So I don't know if they meant Newsweek or what, but I'm gonna give you another question.
1: <laughs> okay. And I, mean, I had to do all that math for nothing. All I'm right, sorry.
0: Fine. I'm sorry. Yeah, and then I'm going to give Stephen another question because time is up. All right, Lauren, your question is: Which part of Richard the Lionhearted's body was buried and preserved in a lead, lead box in Rouen, while his other remains were buried elsewhere? It's got to be his head. You'd think so. It was his heart. Oh poop. Yeah. Oh,
1: because of his lionhearted.
0: The and lionhearted. And yeah, exactly. That's right. And yeah. And yeah. All right, but I and got Steven. that math right. I'm gonna raid, rage a complaint <laughs> after this. Stephen, in 1990, the Sky Mall catalog was launched to target shoppers where?
2: Uh, on airplanes.
0: On airplanes is a correct answer, and that will close out the hot seat round. How are you guys feeling?
1: Like I had to do a lot of math.
0: <laughs> I apologize.
2: <laughs> a little beaten over the head.
0: Yeah, it, man, there were some off-the-wall questions in that round. There there always are. It's always fun. After the hot seat round, the current score is Lauren with 23 and Steven with 21. So it is still very much anybody's game. Except I did tell you I had a bit of a surprise, if you will, for the wager round. And... uh Sorry, Stephen, this is kind of your fault in a way because you didn't wager on my literature question in the last game and I kind of got upset that no one ever wagers on my literature question, so your wager round is going to be all literature questions. Oh, okay. <laughs> They're literature and another category, so hopefully they won't be too bad. Hmm. But I'm going to give you guys your three categories and uh, you guys can get, get your wagers in. And then we will dive into it. Your three categories are literature and Broadway, literature and music, and literature and movies. Go ahead and lock in your wagers while we- What are the
1: scores in? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Yes, it was 23 to 21. Lauren, you have 23. Stephen has 21. And we can wager- And you can wager up to the total number of points across the three questions. Cool. All right, lock in those wagers. We'll take a quick ad break.
3: Do you know this laugh?
2: (laughs) Joanne Janice's Day of Fun!
3: (laughs) I guarantee you remember where you were when you first heard this phrase. I'm out. And I know that you know the dulcet tones of this man. Dear God, there's my rosemary (laughs) bread. And if you knew all three of those, I guarantee... You love this song. In sin with a safety go rocks. If you can't tell by now, the month of September on the Boozy Bracketology podcast is going to be dedicated to those classic 90s sitcoms. Every single person has had their life shaped in one way or another by these amazing shows, and we are going to argue it out for your entertainment. What is the best 90s sitcom? Heavy hitters like Frasier, Friends, Seinfeld, The Drew Carey Show, and so much more are on the bracket, and we are going to be making the tough decisions. You can find the Boozy Bracketology podcast anywhere you get podcasts. We hope you enjoy the show, and we will see you in September.
0: Alrighty, wagers are locked in. Let's dive into this wager round. Here we go. Your first category is literature and Broadway. Believe it or not, the utter wasteland of a Broadway musical known as Cats was actually based on a book of poetry called Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats. Which Nobel Prize winning author is responsible? I can lock in. All right. Steven is locked in Lauren. Go ahead and talk it out.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I know this. Um, I'm trying to, th- I'm trying to think out loud here. Um, and this is difficult because I haven't had to do a lot of thinking, uh, up to this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> out loud anyway,
0: different, different dynamic than the hot seat, right?
1: <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, it is a lot of different, different than hot seat. um, I think
0: I'm going to I'm going to go with C.S. Lewis. OK, Lauren locking in with C.S. Lewis. Stephen, what did you lock in with?
2: T.S. Elliot.
0: Stephen <sighs> locking in with T.S. Eliot. That's who it is. OK. Damn it. We're going to come back around and get wagers at the end. Build a little suspense here. Your next category is in literature and music. The last verse of the police song, Don't Stand So Close to Me, compares its subject, a teacher praying on a schoolgirl, to the old man in that book by Nabokov. The old man's name in the book, incidentally, is Humbert Humbert. What book is the song referring to? I will lock in. All right. Lauren is locked in very quickly. Steven.
2: I'm a little concerned because she seemed very enthusiastic
0: with that lock in. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that that's Lolita. Steven is locked in with Lolita. Lauren? Yeah, Lolita. All right. Both locked in with Lolita. This could get interesting. Let's go to our final category. The question here is in literature and movies. The film Field of Dreams is based off a novel fittingly called Shoeless Joe, but there's at least one notable difference. Instead of the fictional Terrence Mann, played by James Earl Jones, what real-life reclusive author does Ray seek out in the book? And no, the title of this author's most famous book actually has nothing to do with baseball.
1: I'm going to lock in.
0: And Lauren is locked in. Steven, talk it out. Okay.
2: Uh, Field of Dreams. Uh, not my favorite movie. I have not read the book. Mm. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, I have no clue. But it's a famous author. Um, I, William Blake.
0: Stephen locking in with William Blake. Lauren, who did you lock in with? J.D. Salinger. And Lauren locking in with J.D. Salinger. Okay. Well, let's go back through these. In literature and Broadway, the author of the book on which Cats was based. Lauren, what did you lock in with again? Um. <sighs> I think I said I
1: said C.S. Lewis.
0: C.S. Lewis. And what was your wager? A three, because I don't know Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Warren wagered three. And Stephen, what was your answer again?
2: T.S. Elliott.
0: And what was your wager? Ten. Ten. And here's where it gets interesting. The correct answer is T.S. Eliot. Stephen getting the points. So after the first question, the current score is Stephen with 31 and Lauren with 20. And literature and music, our second question, in the police song, Don't Stand So Close to Me, what is the book by Nabokov? Lauren, what did you lock in with? Um, Lolita. Lauren locked in with Lolita. And what was your wager? A seven. Lauren wagered seven on that one. And Stephen, what did you lock in with?
2: I also locked in with Lolita.
0: And what was your wager on that one? Zero. I had a feeling. <laughs> well, the correct answer was, in fact, Lolita. And it's coming down to the final question. The current score, it, the correct answer is Lolita. Did I say that already? It's a good beer. Um, the current score going into the last question Steven has 31, Lauren has 27. Hey, oh. <laughs> A very meaningful number for you Weird Al fans out there. The final question is in literature and movies. Uh, The fictional Terrence Mann in the film Field of Dreams was based on a real-life author. Lauren, what did you lock in with on that one? J.D. Salinger. And what did you wager? Thirteen. Ooh, thirteen. And Stephen, what was your answer?
2: William Blake.
0: William Blake. And what was your wager? 11. 11. Well, we do have a winner. The correct answer was J.D. Salinger. The the hint at the end was a reference, of course, to Catcher in the Rye, which has nothing to do with baseball. Nope. (laughs) But picking up 13 points after falling behind early in the wager round, your winner tonight, the champion of the Mike bracket, my representative in the final four is going to be Lauren. Congratulations, guys. That was a well, well played game. Well played wager <laughs> round. Very well done.
1: Thank you. That was tough.
2: Congratulations.
1: Thank you. This was a good game. This is a really good game.
0: I I had a lot of fun. I hope you guys did too. Yeah. It's been it's been a blast having you all in this tournament so far. So uh Lauren, obviously looking forward to uh having you continue on. Steven, I am as much as I joke about you being my Arch Nemesis, it's always a pleasure to uh hang out with you and sorry to see you go. But uh thanks for a great tournament. It's been a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, I had a great time.
0: Anything else you want to you want to add before you sign off?
2: Well, the silver lining of this is that uh as not being your champion, I don't have to wear a little mic patch on my shield and look like an idiot. So, there's some some compensation.
3: <laughs>
0: that that is that is a true statement. And I was I was going to make it like super big loud letters and everything like that too. So, yeah, you dodged a bullet on that one. I'll do it. Uh, <laughs> Lauren, I know you'll do it <laughs> <laughs> Alright, the- <laughs> <laughs> Lauren, I didn't give you a chance at the beginning of the episode But before we sign off, uh, you want to? I know you've been telling our listeners every episode You'll get a chance to do it again, but go ahead and tell them right now Where they can find the Beard Owl Podcast Yeah,
1: you can find the Beard Owl Podcast is a podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world Beer and Weird Owl at com. That's com. And uh, yeah, also on oddpodsmedia.com with the rest of our network brethren. That might be easier to type in. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, it's been (laughs) fun.
0: (laughs) Yep, it has. And I uh, am super excited. I'm going to be recording a guest spot with you guys next week. So that's going to be fun, too.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm real excited. But I would have nobody talk about that album with me but you because I feel (laughs) like you get out on the
0: same level that I do. So I'm very excited for that. I'm I'm struggling with uh, some of, some of the uh, the rankings on that one. We're gonna be we're gonna be ranking his debut out al- the songs on his debut album, and I'm <laughs> I'm struggling with some of them. I don't know exactly where to put them, but I've moved Go everything around a couple times.
1: That's what you got to do. You just got to feel it. You got to feel it. Yep.
0: Yep. Exactly. As for us uh, here at the Pub Trip Experience, we're gonna sign off here. I'll give you guys a quick rundown of all of our socials and stuff like that. Uh, first off, if you like what we're doing here and want to uh, support the show a little bit, we do have a Patreon. That is patreon.com slash P-T-E-B-B. That stands for Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology, which is our sister podcast. Uh, but hey, you know, if, if uh, you can't support us, can't times are tight or just don't feel like it, whatever, that's great. We, if you could still write us a uh, review, give us a five-star rating, that'd be awesome. Uh, elsewhere on the socials, you can find us at Pub Trivia Experience on Instagram, Pub Trivia Pod on Twitter, because of those character limitations. Uh, of course, we do. we are on Facebook at The Lounge. Uh, for fans of Pub Trivia Experience and Boozy Bracketology. And recently, we've been very active on our Discord. Uh, you can find information about that at ptebb.com slash Discord. Yes, a month ago, I couldn't have told you what Discord was, but uh, it's actually been become a pretty active and fun community. So highly recommend you check us out there. Until then, we will see you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, congratulations again to Lauren, and we'll be seeing her in the next episode. Until then, uh, I've been your host, Mike. I have been Steven. Oh, I'm Lauren. Have a good one, everybody. Bye.